Hello and welcome to Our World. My name is Vincent Shaw and as always bring you the very latest political news and fascinating tales from our past. Uh, as always you can tweet me at HistoryShawV um, using the hashtag Our World if you want to discuss anything that I'm raising on these uh, podcasts or if you want to have me discuss any topics uh, in any future podcasts. And this is episode nine, back after a short break last week. Um, and the, the news this week um, was dominated initially by uh, the, the, the budget, um, people's predictions of what Rishi Sunak was going to um, announce in um, in his budget and how the, the recovery plans for, uh, for, for the nation post-Covid. Um, but then... Things were, were overtaken by events as the, the day after the uh, budget announcements, um, it was uh, confirmed that nurses in the NHS will uh, receive a pay rise of uh, 1% uh, this year in, in the uh, annual pay review. Uh, now, I'm, I'm not going to beat around the bush on this one, there's, there's no point. Um, Dressing it up, a one percent pay rise, it is quite frankly an insult to um, all the nurses uh, within the the NHS. Indeed, it's it's um, an insult. I'll say it's an insult not just to the nurses but to the entire nation. They may as well have not received uh, anything at all. It's the. Um, the idea that we spent a lot of time last Thursday, remember the, uh, every Thursday everyone went out on the doorsteps to applaud the NHS and other key workers for putting in themselves uh, in danger at the height of the pandemic, or at least at the height of the first wave of the pandemics when the, the applause happened. As we, as we as a nation try to express our thanks for the sacrifice and hard work that they were performing and doing um, but for, for us all. It was the way the, the, the nation came together to express a gratitude, to show that we appreciate this most sacred of our institutions, the National Health Service, where anybody can receive medical treatment, no matter what their background, free at points of delivery. And you compare it to the the United States, where you need to have private medical insurance to get treated or face their bills that will, quite frankly. Bankrupt you, and the idea of a health service in the United States is treated with great suspicion. We are incredibly fortunate in our country to have a national health service. And last year, during the pandemic, the only way we could express our gratitude to those frontline workers was to applaud and show that we were grateful for everything that, that they, they were doing. It, it came to a stop in the end when P- 
people started to realize, okay, we we are expressing our thanks. We we are showing we are um, grateful for what they've done. We should be in their debt for all eternity. But now we must express our thanks in in a different way. We we should now be seriously considering and certainly they ought to now pay our frontline staff the wages that, that they deserve for putting themselves in harm's way. Now bear at the beginning Bruce Bearman, at the beginning of the pandemic they did not receive adequate PPE. No matter how the the health secretary now dresses it up by saying that these are isolated incidents, there were plenty of evidence, plenty of evidence of NHS staff having to use bin bags to protect themselves, make up their own masks because of the shortage. He claims that they were um, isolated. Hancock claims they were isolated incidents. It's not true at all. That they were not isolated incidents. Don't be fooled by the nonsense. Don't be taken in by it. And I am sure you you won't you will not be taken in by by what he has said. So then the applause started to come to an end as we said, okay, now don't we won't applaud. So the staff said, don't applaud us. Pay us what we um we deserve. Uh, they also said, look, just obey the rules. Social distance. Wear masks in in public. Wash your hands. Etc. Etc. That is what they wanted more than applause. And people in general have. I follow that advice and they've done the damnedest in order to, to protect each other. Uh, this is despite you know, the mixed messages coming out from the government all over Christmas and the, the disastrous Eat Out to Help Out campaign which has just prolonged the, the agony that our nation um, has suffered. We've done as the NHS doctors have asked. So now, it is time for the go. It was time for the government to show how they um, appreciated what the NHS staff have, have done. We must bear in mind that the prime minister himself, Boris Johnson. Please, uh, I must ask all my listeners: don't refer to him as Boris. He's not your friend. This Boris, the Boris, oh, Boris will do his necessary. He's the prime minister. Calling the prime minister because it allows him to get away with things because that that is the the character he likes to portray himself as as good old Bobbitt, who's just trying his best. So we we must try to move away from from this. But I I, I digress. The, the, our own prime minister was in intensive care so uh, along with so many other people around the nation which should realize the sacrifice that the nhs have have performed for, for, uh, for the nation put themselves in harm's way to care for anybody who walks through the doors of a gp surgery a hospital operating theatre and and so on 
So th this week was the opportunity for the government to show how they have appreciated the work that the NHS Frontline have done over this uh, pandemic. And this is how they have um, decided to show their thanks. They have given them a 1% pay rise, which in effect will turn out to be a pay cut. Currently, inflation stands at 0.9%. It is predicted to go up to 1.5%. So therefore, any pay rise lower than 1.5% is not moving up in line with the cost of living. If you don't have a pay rise that moves in line with the cost of living, you are in effect having a real-term pay, pay cut. That is how the government has thanked the NHS this week. They have given the nurses a pay cut. There's talk today from unions within the NHS of going on strike in protest at, at this uh, pay cut. Let's not let's not call it a pay rise, let's call it a pay cut. We'll call it a pay rise offer, but it's not a pay rise, it's a pay cut. Prepare yourself for the usual suspects in the uh, the media, um, the Daily Mail, the Daily Express, to then go on the attack against the nurses and call them greedy. That, I expect, would happen if they do uh, go on strike. They've done it in the past. I'll prepare... To, to, at the moment the, the headlines are in favour of, of the nurses and they're still coming come under pressure from within uh, certain elements of the press but if the nurses go on strike or the unions call for strike that is when the government's friends in the right of centre print media will, will go on the offensive but that is where we should be able to assist the nurses by showing our support and gratitude for them by giving them our wholehearted support for any strike action that the nurses decide to take. The government have reeled out the usual excuses um, th uh, this week. Nadine Doris was on BBC Breakfast and just um, insulted the entire profession by saying nurses go into the NHS they don't they don't go in it uh, for the money well no they, perhaps not but you still pay people what they deserve it is a, it, it's as simple as that yes the the, the nursing profession Similar to the, the the teaching profession, it's it is de described as a vocation because they do it because they care for people. But that does not excuse the government refusing to pay what people deserve to be paid, particularly when. They have worked extraordinarily long hours over the past 12 months. Desperately saving, 
trying to save people's lives, seeing an astonishing number of deaths, putting themselves in the most stressful uh, positions and situations that anyone could possibly imagine. And for someone like Nadine Dowst just to cut it and say that she used to be a nurse, so therefore she knows it's just a vocation. The government doesn't need to pay what they uh, what that they deserve, and this is all we can afford. Well, this is all the government can afford. That's that's not true. A government can find the money if they want to. They can borrow to find this kind of money. Nobody would object, surely, to this government borrowing money to pay the nurses what they deserve. Let's go through some figures of how a government can find the money for things. They've spent £22 billion of taxpayers' money on a failed test and trace system. They've spent £100 billion protecting jobs, such as the furlough scheme. Okay, that's fair enough. They're protecting jobs. I wouldn't object to that. Um, a few years ago, during the banking crisis, the government, the Labour government at the time, spent £137 billion bailing out the bank. So with the money they recouped from when they sold the banks back into the private sector, it was just a net cost of £27 billion. But the facts show that at the time... When they spent the original amount of money, they were not guaranteed to get any money back. But the governments have found the money for those three things. But they can't find the money, apparently, to pay the nurses of the NHS what they deserve. It's not that they can't, it's just simply that they won't find the money. Emergency measures means that a government can find the money. They will borrow the money if need be. If, if a nation goes to war, it doesn't count the money first of how much it's going to cost. They they pay it off. They find they make sure that they got, they've got the money there to pay for the weaponry, etc. etc. to to um to fight the battles. You think of the 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 costs of the wars uh, in recent times. Uh, I mean the, the the two Gulf Wars, the the the, the wars in the, in the Balkans, the, the the Libyan campaign, the, the the Falklands War. The money spent during the Cold War to keep the nation safe. The the governments, each government, no matter who it was. Conservative, Labour, the coalition government. They they can all find the money for those kinds of, of operations and they, they, they will find the money. There's no we well we, we we'd love to defend the Falklands but you know the the, the coffers are a little bit bare at the minute, but we, we just can't find the money, so we're just gonna leave them uh, in the hands of the Argentines. And what was it even discussed? If, if the nation needs to go to war, then the, the government at the time will do its damnedest to make sure that they will find the money to pay for it. Even if it means borrowing. 
and they could have and should have done exactly the same thing this week with the nurses. They found the money for everything else during the pandemic and rightfully so. Nobody in their right mind will dispute the fact that they needed to find money for uh, protecting jobs. The furlough scheme uh, for funding the The, the, the jabs, the vaccines and the vaccination schemes for the adverts to come on the, the television to remind people to social distance and how dangerous that this is. Nobody's disputing the fact that that wasn't money well spent. So the test and trace system was a, a disaster, but that's because they found out to the private sector using dodgy backhanded deals but that's costing an absolute fortune but they found the money fit but they refuse to find the money to give our nurses a decent pay rise it is a scandal of epic proportions and then I look online this morning and I see the Conservatives still hold a 16-point lead in the polls. You can take the polls, as particularly this stage in the government, with a pinch of salt. They've been wrong in the past. Um, but yeah, what, what, what do they have to do, this government, to make people think that they're doing something wrong? They, they said last year that... 20,000 people to die of COVID would represent a bit of a disaster or it'll be a, a scandal. We know over 100,000, I believe it's 120,000 people have died from COVID. They've offered a pay rise of 1% to their nurses. We've had a, a government that has lied in Parliament, misled Parliament. The, I'm guilty of misleading Parliament. They've awarded contracts to their friends, and it has been proven that they did not follow due process in awarding PPE contracts, test and trace contracts, and yet they're there. They are still on a sixteen point lead. I'd love to hear from people who who actually do believe the government has done a good job in handling this this crisis. Um, please tweet me at history v using the hashtag our world, and I will listen to what you have to say. If you genuinely believe that this government has done a good job in handling this pandemic, and give reasons as to why you believe they've handled it well, uh, I I don't want the the excuse of it was unforeseen and nobody could have handled it better. That is not uh, an example of how well this government has handled it. That's just saying nobody could have done this good a job. I want to have precise reasons as to why, if you're listening to this podcast, if you believe the government has done a good job, I want you to get in touch and explain to me because I'm scratching my head most days wondering how they've made such a mess this whole situation and even now they have the brass neck to trot out a, a pay cut 
to our NHS staff. So, I'm just going to end this podcast now with, with again, we've been things as to what's going to happen over the next few days. I mean, it's, the 1% pay rise has overshadowed pay cuts, has overshadowed everything of the, the budget. So I wanted to discuss something along those lines. Um, but my opinion is that I don't believe the nurses will go on strike. It's, it's not won't be helpful that we should give them our full support there is a chance maybe that the government will rethink and maybe offer a slightly higher pay rise going forwards and it may well be and this is the cynic in me it'd be a typical uh, Boris Johnson's um, tactic of they offer something really low the nation's up in arms but then Boris Johnson rises to the rescue and announces something different instead. So he gets all the glory. That would not surprise me in the slightest. It would sadden me if that is the case, but because he will take so much credit from it. The man appears to be Teflon, or made of Teflon. Nothing sticks. It. Um, we'll 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 see what happens over the next uh, few few days. But um, people should be angry. You should be angry. On behalf of our NHS staff, who have put themselves in harm's way during this pandemic. This should not be allowed to happen and um, one hopes it will never happen again but we'll, we'll, we'll see so that, that is the end of, of this podcast thank you very much uh, for listening uh, as ever um, you can tweet me at history Charvey using the hashtag our world if you've got anything you'd like to discuss about uh, this week's podcast or if you want to appear on the show, tweet me at History Chauvet using the hashtag Our World and get you on here. We can uh, chew the cud. So I'll just speak about the, the issues uh, of the day or you've got anything historical you want to chat about, get in touch. Uh, so stay safe and thank you very, very, very much for listening. Goodbye.